Remember when you were young and you wanted to grow up and be an adult and do all the grown-up things. And now that you're older, you wish you could be young again and not have the responsibility and not have to worry about anything. How does that work for a creative person? How do you know if you've really reached your peak level of creativity or if you've still got a long way to go? Let's talk about that. Welcome to another episode of Sketch and Release. My name is Robert, and during this episode, and every episode, I'll draw something new and talk about some different aspects of the creative process. So this is not a how-to podcast. I don't go into tools and techniques. Uh, I don't really teach you how to draw or anything like that. That's something that, if you're in a creative field, I hope you know how to do that already. Instead, what I like to do is look at some experiences and lessons I've learned and see how that can apply to uh, everyday life, but but maybe just really clear the way for a more creative mindset and, and maybe a more productive way of working. And so if you want to see what I'm drawing during this episode, you can always go to Patreon at patreon.com slash Robert Cortez. And you can see the video episodes. You can see what I'm drawing. You can even download a copy of it. Or if you'd rather, just use the next half hour. Let's just talk. Let's just chat. And you draw something, make something of your own. Use your imagination. Do what you want to do. That's what it's all about, right? Now, the thing I want to talk about with this episode is uh, in the recent years has really kind of come to the forefront of the way I work and the way I think about creativity and inspiration and even even how I approach just a, a workflow and, and sometimes collaboration. And that is the, the process of aging and the process of getting older and the process of gaining some wisdom, you know, through experience and through things that have happened. And I mean, that's really what kind of spawned this whole podcast is I wanted to talk about things that I've experienced and, and thoughts that I've had that have come out of those experiences. And so, you know, as part of being a creative, and, I, and I'm sure this applies to most people, but for sure as a creative person, when you have to always kind of keep, um, keep a freshness and keep something new in your ideas and in your work, you have to always be learning. You have to always kind of study not only what's new and what's um, trendy, but you have to study the past and you have to study other things, other walks of life and other cultures and all sorts of other things that can influence and maybe improve your work and your ideas. So you've always got to be learning. And that's always been a big thing for me is I didn't say, well, once I was done with school and once I was done with college, well, I've learned everything I need to learn. So now I'm just going to go do work with the skills that I picked up at that time. No, I knew that whether it was something like a uh, something like a trend, like a design trend, or something like a piece of software, like a tool, I knew that I always had to be learning. So I always wanted to make sure that I stayed sharp and I didn't fall behind in any way, because that's the competitive edge. That's the advantage that you might have over someone else in the same line of work, whatever work that is. But with creativity, it's really a, it's really a valuable trait to have and, and a good thing to have in your toolbox. Just stay sharp. So something I like to think about is the idea that practice equals experience. 
And it's not an immediate thing. It's not a, a thing that happens right away, obviously. But, and I, but I don't mean practice in the sense of like training. I mean practice in the sense of doing it as part of your work and with all the variations that might come from project to project, but just learning how to do something enough times as part of your daily workflow, you get better at it and you get faster at it. And you learn maybe shortcuts or you learn alternative ways that just help you with your productivity. So in that case, you know, spending time learning and improving that can all turn into usable skills and, and qualities that can help you along the way and improve your work and really just enrich your career as you go down the road. You know, along with that comes the knowledge that you gain from doing those things and learning those skills. That knowledge, you know, actually, let me put it this way. Sometimes I think knowledge is really different than wisdom. And knowledge is something you can start a career with, you can build your life with and, and build good practices with. You know, you can learn that in school. You can learn that from your job or, or work projects that you're working on. You can pick up knowledge and, you know, put that in your back pocket and you've got something. You're armed to take on the job. But wisdom, you can't just, you can't just pick that up. You can't just learn that. You know, the, the way I kind of look at it, the way I look at it is this. You know, knowledge is something that you gain and you learn from doing, from the actual practice of doing work or going through the creative process. That's how you get knowledge, right? But wisdom is something different to me. Wisdom is something that you, you kind of gain in hindsight. You learn that afterwards, maybe more through reflection, looking back on something that you've done and how you did it and what you, what the outcome might have been. That's how you gain wisdom, I think. You can start a career with a good set of knowledge and, and skills, but you don't always have the wisdom to know where pitfalls may be and where you can, or, or you know, you may not always have the wisdom to figure out how to solve a problem because you just haven't been through it yet. You haven't uh, had to really think it through. And this has really become clearer for me, and this is why this, this is so relevant, I think. Because, like at this point in my life, I found that I'm seeing, let's say, two different sides of the same coin. You know, when we think about, when we think about life, when we think about, you know, beginning a career, beginning a life, and then, you know, getting later on into your life or, or as you move throughout your career, you know, there's two very different ends of that road, of that journey. And here lately, I've really been in a position where I can see both ends of that, as crazy as that might sound. You know, I have my children who are becoming adults, who are about to enter into adulthood, enter into the real world out of high school and, and all of that stage of life. And yet at the other end of it, you know, in, in another part of my life, I've got my parents and, you know, seeing them in their later years and, you know, still managing and still being okay, but dealing with very different circumstances and very different situations. And, you know, sometimes, 
sometimes it's hard to, to reconcile just how much, how much space is in between, how much, how much a lifetime can hold all the things that can happen and all the things that you can do and the opportunities you'll have. There's so much between, let's say, let's just uh, between 18 and 78. That, what is that, 60 years? That 60 year window, there's so much, that is a lifetime of experiences and, and things that, that you can accomplish and things that you can dream and, and make real. So seeing people right, you know, directly around me at both ends and in both points in life at the same time, it's really given me some new perspective and maybe some clarity on, on what, you know, really what it does is it helps me understand where I am, where I fit into that. And, you know, sometimes it's a matter of not really understanding where you are in your career because you're maybe judging it relative to colleagues or relative to uh, the team you work with or the type of company you work for or the type of projects you work on. You know, that I think there's a there's a real possibility that a, a lot of creative people, they feel like, well, they've reached either success because, oh, they get to do this kind of stuff or they haven't reached success because they're doing this other kind of work that is maybe not as, I don't know, glamorous or complicated or um, creative, you know, quote unquote. So the idea of really understanding that it's not about the, necessarily the type of work you do or who you do it for or how complicated it is or, or, or those kinds of things. It's really just a matter of what is, what is your own personal journey, your creative career? What does that journey look like? And where are you in that journey? And if you're just starting out, if you're new to the, to the industry, or maybe you've changed industries and now this is what you're doing, there's a real sense that you need to maybe build that knowledge, build that experience before you can get to, let's say, the next step along that journey. And yet there are some others that have done so many things and worked on so many projects and worked with so many people that they may feel like they're at the end of their journey and they may not be, you know, there may be way more road ahead of them than they think. And so sometimes it's, uh, it's, it's, it can be judged or, or you can maybe mistake where you are if you're going by the wrong criteria. So, you know, the way I like to look at this is if you know where you stand, in your own creative journey, if, if you know that what you're doing, the types of work you're doing are what you've always wanted to do and what you've dreamt about and what you maybe trained for. And, uh, that was your goal is, is if that's what you're doing now, then you, you've reached a milestone, but you're not at the end of your journey. There's always going to be more. You can always be learning. You can always be growing, but if you're not there, if you're not at the place that you really think you want to be, well, then that tells you that you've still got more road to go. You've still got way more road out ahead of you. 
and it's never too late and it's never too uh never too difficult it takes work and it takes time sure but it can be done you can make your way further down the road so the way it all kind of sums up to me in, in a sense is when you look at both ends of the spectrum or both ends of that road let's say how do you apply that to your creative work and how do you apply that to your your particular role well in any creative project anything that you make there there is a process there is a start and there is an end right so where do you stand in that and uh, if you're the the sole creator you're the one that comes up with the idea and actually does the work and then somehow you know produces it well okay you take you take all the credit and you do all the work and so you're involved and you're a part of every step but you know for some of us and for for many of us there really is a whole process to it uh, if that means starting at the very creative conceptual stage going into um some of the you know the the early design stages and and experimentation there and then into the actual like production and then even into the the full uh distribution and execution of of a piece i mean there's so many different aspects and so many different roles that have to be filled along the way and if you can do them all well that's great that's that, that's amazing but for a lot of people there really are different steps and different people that have to fill those those gaps and so when you can see the beginning and see the end and know where you are in there where you are in that process that helps you identify if you really are in the right place in the place that you want to be so if you're a musician and you like to write songs but you're working as a studio engineer well i mean you're in the music business or you're producing music let's say but you're not quite in the right role that you might really want to be in you know maybe that's your dream to be in that role and yet you're in a different part of the creative process so how do you make that move how do you transition or how do you find your way towards that and sometimes that comes with time sometimes that comes with uh taking a leap and really putting yourself out there and doing something different and sometimes that's just a matter of opportunity it, it, you just got to be lucky and hit something at the right place at the right time and and make it work but at least being able to identify if you're in the right place in that creative process, that's really important because you could go through a creative career and maybe not, maybe not be quite as fulfilled and, and find the reward in it that you might've originally thought you would find. And that's really, that's really sometimes I think that's really kind of sad actually, because there's certainly so many so many times that I've known people or, or met people that are in the creative field and are doing actually doing really cool stuff. I you know I can't even say they're not doing anything interesting. They are doing interesting stuff. But maybe they're just not in the right spot. 
that can really maximize their strengths and their skills and their talent. And yet, if they're pushing for another role in the creative process, you know, if you if you work on a printing press, but your real dream is to design the printed piece or to take the photos that go into a printed piece, well, I mean, you're a part of the, the larger scale, you know, the, the big picture. You're a part of the creative process somewhere in there, but you're really pretty far off. And so I think it's important to identify and know not just where you are, but how you can make your way to the right spot. And so a lot of times when I think about aging and when I think about getting older and, and going through that lifetime journey, sometimes it's a matter of seeing where I am or, or any person seeing where they are and understanding how that relates to someone older or someone younger and if that's closer to where they want to be or further from where they want to be and you know something that i've always kind of related to my kids and to other people that i know that are generally younger people because i feel like this is something that you don't always necessarily figure out or doesn't occur to you until you're you've got some time behind you is you know, the idea of growing up and the idea of becoming an adult, let's say, it's kind of a misnomer. It's kind of really a misleading way to look at it. Because yes, you're getting older, you're adding more years, you're, you're putting more revolutions around the sun or however you want to phrase it. But <laughs> you can certainly be older in age, but not older in spirit. And... And sometimes you can be the opposite, right? Like I, I remember when I was a teenager and uh, I always felt like uh, I was too old for everybody around me. Like I was, I didn't understand why I had to be around all these children. And yet that was my mindset. That's all it was. I wasn't actually older, right? But my mindset told me I don't belong here with these kids. <laughs> so now as I'm much older, I find myself thinking, why am I sometimes around these older people when sometimes I feel much younger than I am? And, and you know, that's certain. I've seen that with different people of different ages. They they never quite land in where I guess you might expect, quote unquote, their age to be. So that's always interesting when you can find something about your life and the journey you're on in your life. And you can see that maybe you're not really in the right place. Now the number, the years behind you might tell you you're supposed to be in a certain place, but your heart and your, your mind and your spirit are maybe somewhere else. And so the way I look at it, be there, be in that place, be that age. If you're 50, but you feel like you're 30, do that. It's okay. I know people who are 50 and they act like they're 50. And sometimes it's, it's kind of heartbreaking because <laughs> I guess different people have different ideas of what that means. But to me, it doesn't mean you have to be stiff and boring and really old. You can be 50 and be young and be vibrant and be adventurous 
And those are all things that are, I think, for creative people, I think those are all things that are important to have to some degree. You've got to be able to adapt and be flexible and be fine and, and find something fresh about the world and, and make your world fresh. And so no matter how old you are, whether you're at the beginning of your journey or towards the end of your journey or just somewhere all in the middle, that, uh, that whole middle space there, you've got to be able to adjust and find the right spot for you. And so now for me, as I'm kind of really kind of in middle age, I guess, man, it's weird to say that. I still feel pretty young. I still feel pretty, uh, pretty energetic and vibrant. And actually, you know, it's funny because I feel like some of that is actually, uh, it's only recently discovered. And when I think about it, it's maybe even a little hard to fathom that I didn't act on it. I didn't use that sooner. But then I wouldn't be who I am today, right? So anyway, that's my, that's my thought on aging and how it can apply to the creative process. When you look at it in, in a parallel way, you know, you, sometimes you can have someone that can really help you understand it. If you work with other creatives, you know, your colleagues, they can help you bring it into sharper focus. And so something for me that's always been valuable is knowing people at all ends and all facets of a, of a workflow. So like I mentioned, if it's print, know who starts a project, like a creative director or an art director or whoever kind of gets things rolling on a conceptual level. Know how that works and contribute to it if you can. And then know the steps in between of how to actually produce and create the work. And then know the steps towards the end of actually uh, executing and distributing and really turn it in, into a reality, not just uh, a concept on paper or a file on your computer. How does that turn into an actual printed piece? And how does that get into somebody's hands? Know all of those steps. And you may find that you really want to be in a different place in that process, or you may not. You may be, you may be right at home, and that's perfect. That's great. You hit it. But with any kind of creative work, Know all the steps. Know the journey from beginning to end. Because just like in life, as you get older, that wisdom that you pick up and that you accumulate, you'll be able to look back and know if you've been in the right place. And maybe even after so much time has passed, maybe you, you'll find you even want to make some changes. You may find you were happy in a certain role and then you decided, you know what, I actually want to change what I do or change my focus or learn something new. And so you can. There's always the possibility. I've known designers and artists and photographers that they work. They don't work to retire. They work until 
they can't anymore. And that's because their work is fulfilling. They see the reward, they get the reward out of it that they've always wanted. And so that's why they stay there. And that's why they do it. So, you know, it actually makes me think this here. How about this? Let's let's pose this question. What's one thing you would tell your younger self about the creative work that you do right now today? You know, it doesn't matter if you just started like recently in the last few years or if you've been doing this for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. What's one thing? Just just one thing. What's one thing you would tell your younger self? Maybe you're in high school, maybe you're, you know, in your 20s. But what's something you would tell yourself about the work that you do and what what you might have learned or just something that you found was a bigger challenge than you thought it would have ever been. Just one thing. For me, maybe that one thing is, maybe that one thing for me personally is that working with other people on a really meaningful, creative level is way more important than you think. Because that's something that I, th- <laughs> I think I really undervalued and, and didn't quite understand early on. I grew to understand it and thinking back on different experiences and different jobs. And, you know, I, I, I realized I missed, I missed some opportunities. And I kind of hung back a little too much when I probably should have put my foot in and, and really, you know, spoke up a little more. So that's that's one for me. That's that's one that I've I've learned and I've really tried to work at over the years and I feel like I've gotten much better at it. But it it probably would have helped to know that sooner and to be able to act on that. All right. So again, how about you? What do you think? What's something you tell your younger self about the creative work you do today? So if you want to, if you want to let me know, you want to contribute, share your experience, I'll post this every episode I post on Instagram, I post on Facebook at uh, Instagram.com slash Robert Cortez, Facebook.com slash Robert Cortez art. And you'll see the post for this episode, go up there, leave a comment. Or you can, you know, if you're also on the Patreon page, go leave a comment with this episode right there. Just let me know. What do you think? Anything? You, there's got to be something you must have wanted to tell yourself. Come on. You're not all that brilliant. There must have been something. But either way, if you are new to the podcast, you're just finding this, just listening, you can always check out more episodes. You can subscribe and just see what else we've got going on uh, at Patreon, uh, which I mentioned before, patreon.com slash Robert Cortez, or go to sketchrelease.com. You can see other episodes there, and uh, you can even see the first five video episodes that were only available to Patreon, Patreon patrons, that's what they're called, but I've put them on YouTube, they're free for everybody now, go see them there, you can see, get an idea of what the video episodes are, you can see what I'm drawing, you can see how it all kind of works out, and you can, you know, you can see, hey, how I learned over 
the course of those episodes and how I tried to make it better and make it a little more interesting. And um, so look, and if you're on Patreon, if you're a supporter, I appreciate it. I thank you so much. Thank you very much for the support, for the encouragement, for the feedback. It's been nice. I haven't seen a lot of, I guess, feedback like online, but I've gotten some direct messages, some comments. I appreciate it. I, I thank you for, you know, everything you let me know, like, hey, can you maybe try this? Or, or I like what you said there. That's always been helpful. So thank you for listening. Until next time, keep creating.